श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरवे श्रीमद भगवत महागीता टेल्सस यदा यदा ही धर्मस्य ग्लानिर्भवति भारत अभ्युत्थानम अधर्मस्य तदात्मानम सृजाम्यहम देयर आर टू टाइप्स ऑफ बर्थ्स वन टाइप ऑफ बर्थ इज डिसेंड ऑफ द डिवाइन टू द मॉर्टल फ्रेम एंड सेकंड इज birth like ours and these births are meant for ascend as we are born biological parents that is the mortal's life and when the lord descends in this world he descends any way there is no rule like if you have studied the life of the navanath nine nats which come in our scriptures the first one was matsendranath see we called it sai nath maharaj ki that nath sampradaya so matsendranath was born out of the egg of a fish and therefore he was named as matse matse means fish so we have to call him in english uh, fishinath <laughs> matsendranath then his disciple gorakshanath he was born out of a heap of cow dung therefore he was called gorakshanath go not in english sanskrit go means cow and gorakshami the cow dung so he was born out of the cow dung so intellectuals are always confused about this how can somebody be born out of cow dung how can be somebody human being born out of the um egg of a fish so here we have to know certain things our wisdom is equivalent to whatever falls in the purview of our logic that we accept but that which is beyond the scope of the logic how can you find it out and there we have to accept it see for example now i am going with this um, doctor girls i am not a patient so when these students study in the, their earlier days for example the embryology in embryology they are taught that uh, ovum and ovum and the sperm they come together it is called as zygote and then they become double then they become quadruple 
like that they go on multiplying and then this particular cell will become the gastrointestinal tract this particular cell will become the central nervous system this particular cell will become the cardiovascular system that time they don't ask question why this cell is behaving like that see everything is not within the frame of logic we have to begin somewhere there was a child i used to go to somebody's house for lecture and um, all parents have this funny notion that their children are very intelligent and smart when they are your children how they can be intelligent and smart and yet they have that notion so when somebody's house i went then mother told swami ji my son is so intelligent and therefore he is not studying i said what kind of thought this is then she said whenever i start teaching him a b c d he asked the question mom tell me why a is written like this what is the logic and i can't answer so he said mom unless you answer why a is written like this i will not study and therefore he is not studying i said anyway you have given me food tumhara namak khaya hai so i will teach you and then after my uh, lunch i told him hey come and then come to my room and i was lying in the afternoon i sleep that is the best time of my life so when i was lying down he came and sat with me on the bed i said hey i'll sleep for 15 minutes power nap and then we will talk and you observe how i sleep 15 minutes i got up then i said hey now let us start learning a b c d he took out his drum not from usa from his mind he took out his drum card and said uh, swami ji why a is written like this this question he has asked dozen people who ever tried to teach him why a is written like this thing then i told him i said do you see my hand yes this hand will come down with a speed of 5000 kilometers per second and it will land on your face if a is not written like this <laughs> Okay, so I mean, <laughs> 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 then I told him, "See how intelligent you are." Then second thing, uh, I said, "Hey, what is your dad's name?" Yeah, uh, his name is Ram. I said, "Very good." Now let us write R. This is how R is written, right? Here, R. And what is the other word in father's name? amma it's very good now that m like this do you know what you are written you are written your father's name see how intelligent you are then now let us write your mother's name what is your mother's name uma i said okay start u u is written like this u like u turn u like this yes he wrote it then i said m i have forgotten here how did you write m you told me now in that rama m that is very good very good right m and a again i forgot no a i will never forget 
<laughs> so he wrote the name of his mother, Uma, U-M-A. Then I said, hey, now it's enough for today, more than enough, not too much. Then we went and sat outside and I told him, I said, hey, don't talk anything that you have studied or not. When we are all taking tea, coffee, you just start scribbling your daddy's name one after another, hundred times you write. And then on another page, you write mom's name, Uma, 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 Uma. Don't say anything and see the reaction. So he started doing that. And he said, hey, you have written my name. And he was appreciated and he became so happy. So the parents asked, Swamiji, how did you teach him? I said, if I teach you, my market will go. <laughs> this is the secret. See, friends, everything doesn't fall in the purview of logic. Upanishad says, Yato vacho nivartante aprapya manasasa. That which is beyond the scope of the speech, mind, and logic. But we are all lost in the logic. And therefore, great masters like Baba, they have to do something to help us transcend the logic. And when you transcend the logic, then you enter the divine field. You all must have read the Sai Satcharitra and if you remember the initial first chapter itself, there the writer Hemad Panta, he says, was a very highly educated erudite scholar of Vedanta. And when he happened to see that there is no logic, that he was grinding the grains and the disease is gone. What logic is that? But it has happened. That has helped him transcend the logic. Unless we transcend the logic, we will be rotting in this world. See, friends. Now see, if we transcend logic, what happens? We all have some time or the other in our life touched the fire as a child sometime. So our hand got burnt. Have we ever asked this question? Why the fire is hot? No question. Fire is hot. Yes. Then thereafter start thinking how to deal with the fire which is hot. How to deal with the fire which can burn? And we are now dealing with the same fire which has got the potentiality of burning everything to ashes in such a manner that the same burning power is enslaved by us for our benefit. That is being the spiritual path. See, friends. And therefore, these are the two types of births. One type of birth is biological, like you and me. The second type of birth is the one wherein the absolute descends to the relative status. And therefore, 
You cannot trace who is the mother, who is the father, where you were born. Let us not get lost in that. One day one child asked me this question. Swamiji, God punishes us. I said, yes, he punishes. How he punishes? What is the method of punishment? I said, okay. I asked him. I said, do you like Dahivada? You know Dahivada? I am not going to give you. Just <laughs> like I will give you. No, I don't believe in that. So, he said, yes, I like it so much. I said, look here. Let us think about Dahivada. You take a container made, a um, bowl made out of a leaf. If you go in India, the real recycling technology is highest developed in India. Other places they only talk about, we are living recycled. So, <clears throat> he has, uh, you take that bowl made out of uh, one leaf. Thereafter, second step. Then you take that vada, which is cold, which is so pathetic to look at, which has no life, you put it that vada into that uh, bowl. And then on that you keep on adding the yogurt. See? Do you know the correct spelling of yogurt? Y-O-G-H-U-R-T. Yogurts. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't get lost in that yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> but Americans have changed the spelling. They say yogurt. Y-O-G-U-R-T. They have removed the H. Americans are always like that. So, in that uh, container, vada, and on that yogurt is added, and thereafter they add black pepper, white pepper, yellow pepper, green pepper, everything. And then they take a stick and push it into that and give it. He said, So what? I said, Exactly the same way the Lord punishes us. Then how? I said, Our cranium is like that bowl in which there is a dahivada like our brain. If you don't trust me, open and see your hands. <laughs> the brains look exactly like dahivada. You know, brains don't have any um, experience of pain. I never knew that. Once I was in uh, Bangalore, in uh, Narayana Mrudayalayam and uh, they took me to show the open heart surgery, I had to change my clothes and all that, I saw. And uh, my friend, he is a neurologist, so he told me, Swamiji, I have done this operation, it was so successful and all that. I said, tell me something, when you are doing the operation of the brain, uh, how do you start it? What exactly you do? Then he told me. That when the brain operation is performed, only a little portion, they give local anesthesia, cut that portion, but it is not general anesthesia. When the operation is being done, they keep on talking to the patient. So they know what is happening, what is not happening. Because when the brain is teased, there is no sensation of pain, of any pain. That is Dahivada in our head. And on that, a stick is fixed. 
Their stick is I, I, I. <laughs> iPad, iPhone. <laughs> All the time, I, I, I. And such strong egoist persons get lost only. I have done this thing, I have done that thing, I am like that, you know. I am Ram, 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 Ram. And to get out of that stupid I, we have to surrender that I. And then I can be surrendered only if we see something which doesn't fall in the purview of our logic. And this is how out of that Hemad Panta, a great devotee was born. Therefore, when we come to Baba's temple here, in some place I have written, keep your shoes and ego outside. Don't bring it inside. We have to drop that I. And that I can be dropped in two ways. One is study scriptures, Upanishad, Vedanta. And it is not everybody's might. You require qualification. See, Katopanishad says, Naisha Tarkeda Matirapaneya. That intellect which is lost in logic, reason, questions, that intellect is not capable of knowing the truth. See, then that intellect is properly disciplined. And when the intellect is disciplined, then only we can think in a disciplined manner. Otherwise, our mind will run here and there. This is one way and it is not for every Tom, Dick and Harry. It's a difficult task. Then for us, simple people, what is the best way is Surrender our I at the feet of the Supreme I. You know, there are two eyes. One is iPhone wala I dot I dot and the second is capital I. I tell you a little bit of grammar. Then you will understand what Baba is. Okay. There are three persons in grammar. I is first person singular. Thou is second person singular. You is second person plural. He, she, it. They are third person singular. They third person plural. So what we have learned? When you make the plural of the second person, it continues to be second person. When you make the plural of the third person, it continues to be the third person. So what is the <coughs> plural of first person? We. We include second person and third person. And therefore, this capital I is always written capital I. So that I, which includes everything and excludes nothing, that is Baba. 
see my friends. How simple it is. And therefore for him, whether it is a beggar or it is a um, dog coming and eating in his plate, he has no problem. See friends. So the real surrender at the feet of the Lord is the only way when we transcend all the differences. Differences may be felt, may be experienced, may be useful, but differentiation on account of differences is not the right way. See, for example, my tongue was bitten by my teeth. So tongue is different from the teeth. So when the tongue was beaten, immediately the tongue went, Oh Lord, break these two teeth. They have beaten me. It never happens. Because both in the tongue and the teeth, I am alone. They may be two, but I am the same. So the tongue will not curse the teeth. Now the same example the other way around. Many times you must have done the food goes and sticks in between the teeth and our finger nothing goes there. Then poor tongue comes and start digging <laughs> and doesn't give up. And then when it comes out, aha. <laughs> that time will the teeth say, thank you darling, you always help me. <laughs> See, when we come to that experience where differences may be experienced but differentiation is not made, then we have gone from the small I to the big I and that is the spiritual life. And this is possible when we have some guiding factor. We all belong to the same category and therefore it is not easy for us to give up I versus you. But then the one who is descending from the absolute to the relative, the vision changes. The study of our scriptures is only meant for changing our vision. You all must have studied Ishamasya Upanishad. This topic also comes in Bhagavad Gita, in uh, Sai Charitra. That last Guru Maharaj, he was writing a commentary on Ishamasya Upanishad and he got stuck in between. So he said, I don't know what to do, what to do. So he went to Baba because he was his disciple. And he said, mm, this is my problem, what should I do? He said, when you go there, their maid servant, she will teach you. When this was said, all other people laughed. 
that a joke was made. But then Das Guru Maharaj, who was a real devotee, real disciple, he took those words in the right letter and spirit. He went to that town which was far away and when he was uh, resting, that time somebody was singing in the compound, washing clothes or doing something. And she was singing and he got up because he was a great singer and a great uh, poet also. He got up and sat and he heard that whole song in that girl was singing. And in that song, the doubt and confusion that he had about the mantra was totally dissolved, not solved, dissolved. Now the question comes. This question could have been answered by him right there and then. But then he wanted to tell him, look here, don't limit me in one particular body. Where I am not. Be attentive friends. We look upon the world what we have taken ourselves to be. When I take myself to be a sannyasi, for me what is the world? Sannyasi and non-sannyasi. When I take myself to be unmarried, what is the world? Married and happy. <laughs> there are only two types of people in this world, isn't it? How simple. When I take myself to be a rich person, what is the world? Rich and poor. When I take myself to be an Aussie, what is the world? Aussies, non-Aussies. This is how the world is perceived, what we take ourselves to be. And if we are able to transcend that barrier of small little thinking, then what happens? See friends, and this is possible only if we have an altar in our life, wherein we have no questions, we have no arguments, and we accept the things as they are. This is the way we can dissolve our I and get freedom from the I. See? Therefore, when we come to the temple, no questions, no nothing. You know, last year, this year. There was you know, 100 years of celebration in Shirdi. You might have heard. So, last year. No? Uh, so, I was invited there for giving talk. So, we had a 7 days retreat in Shirdi. So, one day I gave to the public huge crowd. Lot of dum dum dum. So many people full of joy and happiness. And when your place is wherein there is no obstacle of any kind, our obstacle is our I. 
we have to go beyond that. And therefore, we have to have one place in our life, whatever may be that place. You call it mother, father, guru, God, Bhagawan, whatever you call. One place wherein we surrender ourselves 100%. No question is asked. Dear friends, then only the truth is revealed. Therefore, like Isha Vasya was talking. So, what is the essence of Isha Vasya? Essence of Isha Vasya was that, like Bhagavad Gita says, Yoya Shraddha Saeva Saha. We are what we think to be. We think ourselves that I am a Aussie. You are Aussie. You think yourself, no, I am a born Indian but made Aussie. Okay, you are that way. Then you think that, no, I am a doctor. Okay, you are a doctor. Whatever we think that we are. We think that I am old. Yes, you are old. So if we have to think, why not we think that we are what he wants? Get rid of his eyes. And therefore, one altar wherein we accept whether knowing or unknowing. And friends, I tell you, it is very difficult for average people to surrender totally in front of a living master. When Baba was living, that time, Hundreds of temples around the world, thousands of devotees, millions of visitors every day was never there. Only handful. Now we go there in millions. See, friends, it is easier. Because you may do anything, and he is not looking at me. Let me take something. <laughs> But once you discover this principle that he is not limited by body, because he has dropped his small eye and the infinite is expressing through the finite. That is the place where we have to surrender. And surrender is only that of logic and reason. Normally, how we use the logic and reason? We use it only to benefit us. Like David quoting the scriptures. Bhagavad Gita says, Uddhare atmanam natmanam Why we should go to some Mahatma and do gang? No, no. We study scripture. Nothing will happen. This is exactly what Himadpanta writes. He was so well-read, so well-read. And then, one of the most important things, he said, what you learn from your mother, father, Acharya, going to satsang, etc., it is keeping you up to a level of intelligent and intellectual understanding. But for converting the knowledge into experience, 
You require something more. And that something more is called a Sadguru. See friends, there is somewhere, something which keeps us behind, not allowed us to go further. And that is attained when we are at the feet of the teacher. See friends, one of the stories, there are so many of them, hundreds over there. One of the story, one person went there to uh, know the Brahma Jnanam, the absolute knowledge about the truth. So he said, I have come here, um, I heard that you are distributing the wisdom and knowledge to everybody. So kindly tell me quickly because I have already booked a return taxi and he will not be available. It's Uber. So I had to go quickly. So he said, okay, okay. See, actually nobody wants to know the truth. Everybody comes to me, Baba says, forgive me children, give me wealth and all that. And a person like you who wants to know the truth is very rare indeed. Today I feel I am blessed that a person like you have come. Now that fellow's ego started bloating. A frog wanted to become a bullfrog. <laughs> I am one extraordinary. We attend you. Whenever any Mahatma praises us, he is pulling our leg. Don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. They know what is our depth, what is our standing. They know very well. So this person started feeling yes, actually. Nobody recognized me, only Mahatma has recognized me. And then as if he has forgotten totally and then he started calling one boy, hey, go to that person and get five rupees I want for some time. So that child goes and comes back. Baba, he is not there. Okay, you go to the other boy. He may be having. So that child goes to the other person and comes, oh, he is also not there. Like that, he sent three, four, five places. Every time the same message, that person is not at home, that person is not at home. He knew who is where. Better than GPS. <laughs> he knew where he is. And then this person who came to know the truth, he said, um, Sir, please uh, hurry up. I have to go back. You know, my train will go. You are not telling me about the truth. And he says, See, I have told you. But you are not able to understand what can I do. See, for every <coughs> subject, there is a special language. Because we know English, that doesn't mean we will know computer science. See, in Bombay, some children, they ask very peculiar questions. This question I always remember to make this point. Family, um, mommy told you know everything. I said, that is your mommy's problem, not my problem. <laughs> no, but you tell me now. Say, yes, what should I tell you? Why Lord Shiva and Parvati could not learn computer? <laughs> because mommy told you know everything. Now you tell. I said, I don't know. I pass. I agree, I am defeated. He says, Swami, you don't know this thing. Because Ganesh took the mouse. 
now tell me that word mouse the same spelling used in english has got a different meaning used in computer science has a different meaning see friends exactly the same way we try to understand the scriptures with our understanding no i know sanskrit sanskrit is only a language it is not a subject technically speaking it is said the sadhana sadhya vivek like you eat something whether the spoon is plastic or gold or silver or stainless steel it doesn't matter what matters what you are eating suppose you have got the um, golden spoon but you are eating useless uh, piece of that um, sandwich or second thing you have got a plastic spoon but you are eating rasgulla which you will prefer so language is only the means it is not the goal so what do we convey by the language but if we are not capable of understanding it what happened to that man happens to us so when the boy boy was sent to three four places get me 5 rupees only for a short period on loan he could not understand the message was unless you control all your five sense organs unless you control all your five organs of action you would understand this but he was having already 250 rupees in his pocket he even didn't think oh he wants 5 rupees i can always give because he holding on to the worldly things see friends one of the mantras people chant na karmana na prajaya dhanena tyage naike amritatva manushu unless we have the capacity to give up you cannot get and in this manner so many places there are hundreds of stories one thing as suggested you were doing it wonderful if you are not doing a start every day you have to read one chapter take it a point don't worry whether you understand or not that will keep us in tune with him sometime it will happen suddenly i'll tell you once i was uh, in uh, new zealand probably and one person told me sorry last time you spoke also here in new zealand in shirdi sai temple and um, after that what i was not able to understand i got it i don't know what happened i said nothing happened i had done nothing <laughs> only thing you were fully available during that time see the great masters like him teach us one of the simplest thing we have to practice it that is meditation that is devotion that is surrender that is karma yoga that is um, dhyana yoga that is ashtanga yoga 
everything is included in that. Only one simple thing I'll tell you. Try. Wherever you are, whenever you are, and whatever you are, be 100%. This is all. Like now, we are here. Now I am a speaker and you are supposed to be listener. Is it not? So I am here now 100% because I am talking recorded. It's not a bluff. Now you are also here. See, if I am a speaker, who are you? In Sanskrit, it's called a Shrota. Shrota means listener. But are we Shrota or Sota? <laughs> Sleeper? Or Sarota constantly going in. Just try this. Wherever you are, whenever you are, whatever you are, be 100%. So when we come in Vanta Bhava, we are 100% devotee. When we are driving a car, we are 100% driver. When we are sitting in satsang, we are 100% listening. By this simple technique, we learn the simplest way how to remain in the utter present. When we start living in the utter present, the tense disappears. Present is a tense, is it not? Past is a tense. Future is a tense. So are we living in the past tense, in the future tense or the present tense? And when we are Living in the past or future tense, we are living in tensions. Because this tense. And when you are living in tensions, you can't be happy. And if you are happy, you have to be in present. Can you be happy yesterday? Can you be happy tomorrow? No. You have to be happy now and here. In other words, this is a place where we come and train ourselves. When we are in Fanta Baba, then we are nobody, nowhere and nothing. When we empty, he enters. All the spiritual practices, empty yourself. You don't have to get anything in this world. Those who get something, they get only problems. We are here to empty ourselves. See, friends. You all must as you go and see in your houses. 
how many things are accumulated no place to walk within the house anywhere you go some chair some table some books something or the other so in your own house you have to walk with great you know how to, how to go open the uh, walk in wardrobes when you go inside you get lost where i am so many things keep on collecting collecting collect, start emptying slowly slowly when we learn the art of emptying the gross content then we will be able to empty our past we are all the time living in the past let us learn to live in the utter present and whenever see these are so simple things just think properly <clears throat> do we have a choice to live yesterday no do we have a choice to live tomorrow no do we have a choice to do the things yesterday or tomorrow no whatever we do whenever we live choicelessly we have to be in utter present so why not follow that it is natural it is simple but our mind is trained we keep on either going in the past see now next important principle i am telling you again from baba's poti one of his devotee he was one day chanting something when he was doing his seva so he was asked hey what are you chanting in your mouth let me also hear he said no i am chanting the from the fourth chapter one shloka of bhagavad gita oh, what is that let me know so it is said उपदेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षेक्षे
I said, oh, let us think about it. You told me you are husband. Very good. So tell me. Grammar. Husband is a common noun or a proper noun? He said, husband is a common noun. Then, every husband is miserable. So what is the great about it if you are miserable? If you are not miserable, something is wrong with you. Do you mean every husband? Yes, every husband is miserable. Oh, he was relieved. <laughs> Think properly. All your miseries will disappear. That is what is called ignorance in English and ajnanam in Sanskrit. Ignorance means incomplete knowledge. Ajnanam is apurna jnanam. What is the incompleteness in our knowledge? That I am mother, I am father, I am brother, I am sister. This is incompleteness. What is the completeness? I am a human being. These are the things taught by him. It's because of branches we think we are that. No. See? One example I have been giving, common example, very simple to understand. This is just an example. Don't take it seriously. I am uh, a son to my father. I am a husband to my wife, thank God I don't have one. <laughs> so I am a husband to my wife and I am a father to my son. Have I become three? I am only one. And who is miserable? The son is miserable because of the Hitler father. The husband is miserable because of the Mahakadi. <laughs> And the father is miserable because of the monster son. And man is not miserable. So when we come over here, Baba, make me man. <laughs> Drop all these things. We all have to play roles. Play your role beautifully, perfectly. See? So when you are in front of your um, father, don't argue, don't discuss anything. Whatever they say, say yes. And after some time, they will forget and you are relaxed. See, when you are in front of your um, son, pretend that you are listening but don't listen. Other than money, they don't ask anything. See? In this manner, when you are slowly, steadily playing your roles, play the role, and come and surrender yourself at his feet. Now see what is happening. When we are playing the role, whatever we are supposed to play, we are, although in the samsara, but we will be out of the samsara. And thereafter, we have to surrender our individuality. I, I, I. And what is that individuality surrender? Recently somebody wrote me on WhatsApp. Swamiji, please tell me what sadhana should I do? So I told him, relax and be happy. Swamiji, tell something. I said, okay. I'll tell you something. 
go and stand in cold Ganges water up to the neck deep and take your hand above the water with the Rudrakshamala in the hand and do the Gayatri Japa for 2400,000 times. How many times? 2400,000 times. Then what will happen? You will not come and bother me again. <laughs> We don't like straight, simple things. We like complicated things. So the simple thing I am telling you, what is spiritual practice? This much. Wherever you are, whenever you are, be 100% whatever you are. Now see, you all laughed, enjoyed. Be very attentive. When you laughed and enjoyed that moment, you are a man or a woman, you are rich or poor, you are educated or over-educated, you are Indian or uh, American, you are nobody, you are only happy. Spiritual practice doesn't mean we are always with the swollen face, whatever, meditation children. <laughs> All these people under the disguise of meditation, they suffer maximum. <laughs> Therefore, they write a board outside. Meditation in progress, don't disturb. We are already disturbed. <laughs> when you are in front of Baba, we are here. Ananda Chedohi Ananda. We are happiness and nothing else. See? When the children are happy, isn't the father feels fulfilled? Children are playing happily, giggling, laughing. And when the dad looks at them, or the granddad looks at them, he feels fulfilled. My kids are happy. If we want to give happiness to him, you stop complaining. Being happy does not mean laughing like a mad person in a laughing club. Do you have laughing clubs here? Now, leaving those people aside. <laughs> I remember in uh, India, in Bhopal, I used to stay in somebody's house and morning I used to go for a walk, maybe about 5 o'clock or 5.30. Finishing my everything, then I should go for a walk. And in that garden, small garden, about a dozen or so people, elderly people will come. And all of them, Madhya Pradesh is out. <laughs> <laughs> Big stomachs, they will come out. And sometimes with a you know, half pant or pant or dhoti, something like and And their teacher who is to come and teach them how to laugh. Can you imagine? If you have to teach how to laugh, it's a gone case. <laughs> Prognosis is grave. So, I was watching that and enjoying. So, he told everybody, stand in a round. 
He said, I'll clap three times. One, two, three. And then you have to laugh. Ha, ha, ha. So he did. One, two, three. Ha, ha, ha. This is not the way to laugh. Laugh properly. Your laughter should come right from the umbilicus. Ha, ha, ha. Like that. And he inspired them. Young man. And all these oldies. And then again he said. And in that enthusiasm they did very full. Powerfully, ha, ha, ha. And you know what happened? Dentures came out. <laughs> Story doesn't end there. <laughs> then the problem, whose denture which thing? <laughs> now you are in tune with Baba. <laughs> Be happy, be happy, be happy. To be happy, you don't require to be a man or woman, young or old. See, friends, if you want to please somebody, can you please somebody by crying? Give one thing. <laughs> Stop complaining. I tell you how I learned this thing. Once I was not well. And um, admitted in the hospital on some hill station in India. And uh, we were two in the same room. And the other person and myself. And they used to give me food, useless food. Barley water and the uh, little bit uh, rice boiled and that uh, thick, thin kind of, thick kind of things. Water only. That is to be my food. The other person was given very good food. <laughs> So once, twice, thrice, I was fed up of my food and he was fed up of his food. So he said, I am not going to eat, I am fed up. I said, look here, Annam Brahmeti Vajanat, you should not waste food. He said, but I can't eat. I said, don't worry, I'll eat. Because I was fed up of the rubbish food they were giving me. And I took that heavy, nice food. All mirch masala and chutney and everything, papadam and mirchi. And all the readings became upside down, became serious. Doctors came, he started scolding the nurses and everybody. They put a tube inside my mouth and flushed it out, everything. And then he was scolding. I said, sir, don't scold anybody. Nobody did it. I ate myself. Why did you eat it? I said, you are giving him good food. That to be bad food. Why? He said, do you know? He had only a fractured leg. <laughs> <laughs> then what do I have? You are suffering from Malina. I said, at least the name is very good. Like Lavina, Malina. <laughs> he said, no, it is a terrible thing. Your stomach is, your intestines, your uh, colon is completely gone. Don't do all that. Our condition is like this. What is good for us? Let the doctor decide. All of us get in our life what is for our evolution. Don't compare your life with anybody's life. See? There was a crow and he saw the peacock dancing, people watching and all that. He prayed to the Lord, Oh Lord, look here, you know, 
how nice, sweet, beautiful he looks, you know. He is kept in a nice place. So many people come and watch. Crow was visiting. Then he went and saw the nice parrots. Kept in a golden cage, giving nice food and all that. Oh God, see you have given them such beautiful colors and they see everybody likes them. They can talk and I can't. And he was going here and there. Then he came across one wise person like any one of you. And he said, Oh Mahatma Ji, look here. I am black. Nobody wants me. Why my life? So Mahatma Ji said, Look here. Are you in a cage? You are free. Have you seen any crow being kept in a cage? And all other birds. Therefore, what is required for our evolution, that alone happens in our life. Take this as a principle of life. He knows which plant should grow where. We don't decide. Nature decides in the same manner what is required for our evolution that we cannot decide. But we are Indians. Who is Indian? Every Indian is a born doctor. <laughs> born doctor. They go to the doctor. Daksha, injection lagao. <laughs> they go and straight away tell, kindly give injection. Are Let them decide. <laughs> In the same manner, we come here to that big doctor and tell, Baba, aisa kar do. He knows what is required. And last and most important thought, he is the goal. Our life is the means. We go the other way around. We make him as the means and our life's achievements as the goal. We have to live in such a manner that we reach at his feet. But we clearly tell him, Oh Lord, other than you, I want everything. <laughs> see? Therefore, you see all our gods, all the gods have got this mudra. See? The meaning of this mudra, mudra is not avaya mudra and dana mudra. No, this is enough. How much will you ask? <laughs> and this mudra is not dana mudra. If you don't stop, I'll give one. <laughs> We come here as an altar where we surrender ourselves. Oh Lord, thy will be done. Thy will be done, not mine, not mine. With this attitude we come and feel blessed that we have come here. Not to ask anything, but to give. But what can we give him? He has everything. No, he doesn't have one thing. And that we have got plenty. What is that? We have got plenty of ego. He doesn't have. Let us give our ego to him. And he who has lesser the ego, happier you are. More the ego, miserable you are. Bhagwan has no ego, 
देयरफॉर परमानंद महाराज की जय therefore the titer of happiness is directly proportionate to or inversely proportionate to the ego recognize this and be happy om purnamadaha purnamidam purnaat purnamudachate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate हरि हरि ओम ओम